It's time now for Empowered Family Talk with Francita Hallris. Empower your family with the dynamic new book by Francina Hallris, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are. It's the book that gives you insights into life's problems. Francina Hallris is an author, motivational speaker, and national broadcaster who believes the answers to your problems lies within the knowledge that was once traditionally passed down by families. But that knowledge has been short-circuited by today's faster pace. The book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are, brings that accumulated wisdom to the problems that all families face. You'll find your copy of Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are at Amazon and at Better Bookstores. Empower your life with the dynamic new book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are by Francina Hallris. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Good morning. It's family time. And welcome back, listeners. Listeners, our new leadership learning series continues, quote, a life in transition, unquote on our pathway forward. And listeners, today's focus is the transition from hate, H-A-T-E, to love, L-O-V-E. In our words, our actions, and our reactions. Listeners, we must understand hate before we can be and know unconditional Love. Now, listeners, we have a rendering today, a question to answer by our colleagues that got questions. And the question today, listeners, is Does God hate? And the answer is this It might seem to be a contradiction, listeners, that a God who is love can also hate. Exactly what the Bible says is true, listeners. God is love. 1 John 4, 8. And God hates. Hosea 9, verse 15. Now, listeners, God's nature is love. He always does what is best for others. And he hates what is contrary to his nature. He hates what is contrary to love, listeners. No one should be surprised, listeners, to learn that God does hate some things. He created us with the capacity, listeners, to both love and hate. And we acknowledge that hatred is sometimes, listeners, justified. We naturally hate things that destroy what we love. This is part of our being created in the image of God, listeners. The fact that we are all tight with sin means that our love and hatred are sometimes, listeners, misplaced. 
But the existence of the sin nature, listeners, does not negate God, our God-given ability to love and hate. And listeners, it's no contradiction for a human being to be able to love and hate. And neither is it a contradiction for God to be able to love and hate. When the Bible does speak of God's hatred, listeners, the object of his hatred is sin and wickedness. Among the things God hates, listeners, are idolatry. Read Deuteronomy 12, verse 31 and 16, verse 22, listeners. He hates child sacrifice. Sexual perversion. Leviticus 20 verses 1 through 23 listeners. And he hates those who do evil. Psalm 5 verses 4 through 6, 11 verse 5 listeners. And Proverbs chapter 6 listeners. Verses 16 through 19 list seven things the Lord hates. Number one, let's notate seven things, listeners, that the Lord hates. Number one, he hates pride, P-R-I-D-E, pride, lying, L-Y-I-N-G, lying, murder, M-U-R-D-E-R, murder, evil plots, listeners, E-V-I-L, plots. Those who love evil, false witnesses, listeners, and he hates troublemakers. Now, listeners, notice that this passage does not include just things that God hates, but it also includes people, listeners, as well. The reason is simple. Sin cannot be separated, listeners from the sinner, except by the forgiveness available in Christ alone. Amen. Listeners, God hates lying. Yes, but lying always, listeners, involves a person, a liar, who chooses to lie. Now, listeners, God cannot judge the liar without also judging the liar. The Bible clearly teaches, listeners, that God loves the people of the world. Read John 3, 16. God spared wicked Nineveh, bringing them to repentance. Jonah chapter 3. Listeners, God takes no pleasure in the death of the wicked. Read Ezekiel 18, verse 32, listeners. He is patient. To an extreme, quote, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance, unquote. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 9, listeners. This is all proof of love. God wants what is best for his creation, listeners. At the same time, Psalm chapter 5, verse 5 says, about God, this, quote, you hate all evildoers, unquote. Psalm 11, verse 5 is even harsher, listeners. It says this, quote, the wicked 
Those who love violence, he hates with a passion, unquote. Now, listen, before a person repents and believes in the Lord Jesus Christ, he is the enemy of God. Read Colossians chapter 1, verse 21, listen. Yet, even before he is saved, listeners, he is loved by God. Romans chapter 5, verse 8, i.e., God sacrificed his only begotten son, listeners, on his behalf. Question then becomes this. What happens to someone who spurns God's love, listeners, refuses to repent, and stubbornly clings to his sin? Well, the answer is this, listeners. God will judge him because God must judge sin. That means judging the sinner. Now, listeners, these are the, quote, wicked, unquote, whom God hates. Those who persist in their sin and rebellion even in the face of grace and mercy of God in Christ. Now listen, David writes this, quote, You are not a God who delights in wickedness. Evil may not dwell with you, unquote. Psalm 5, verse 4, listeners. By contrast, listen. Those who take refuge in God will, quote, be glad, unquote, and, quote, ever sing for joy, unquote. Amen. Thank you for listening to Empower Family with Francine Horace. With your donations, we are able to bring you God's Word. You can go to www.coachtapefoundation.com and press donate. That's www.coach. T-A-T-E-Foundation.com. Don't forget that God is always in your corner. Now, welcome back, listeners. In fact, both Psalm 5 and Psalm 11 draw a stark contrast between the righteous, those who take refuge in God, and the wicked, those who rebel against God. Listeners, the righteous and the wicked make different choices and have different destinies. One will see the ultimate expression of God's love and the other will know the ultimate expression of God's hatred. We cannot love with a perfect love, nor can we hate with a perfect hatred. Listeners, but God can both love and hate perfectly. Listeners, because he is God. God can hate without sinful intent. Listeners, he can hate the sinner in a perfectly holy way and still lovingly forgive the sinner at the moment he repents and faith. Read Malachi chapter 1 verse 3 and Revelations 2, 6 and 2 Peter 3, 9. Listeners, now, listeners, in his love for all of us, God has sent his son to be the savior. The wicked who are still unforgiven, God hates, quote, for their many sins, for they have rebelled, unquote. Psalm 5, verse 10, listeners. But, and this is important to understand, listeners, let's notate. 
God desires that the wicked repent of their sin and find refuge in Christ. At the moment of saving faith, the wicked son is removed from the kingdom of darkness and transferred to the kingdom of love. See Colossians chapter 1 verse 13, listen. All enmity is dissolved. All sin is removed. And all things are made new. Amen. See 2 Corinthians 5, 17. If you'd like to be a guest speaker on a Power Family, give us a call at 904-234-6970. That's 904-234-6970. Let us help us get your business out to the world. And welcome back, listeners. We have a, an inspirational rendering here by our 412 teams. And it has a question. What does the Bible say about hate? And it reads as such. Hate is just as universally present as love. Sometimes, listen, it feels easier to hate than to love, especially when the world seems harsh and unfair. The haters of the world and the feelings of hate aren't going away anytime soon, listeners. We've all had our own personal encounters with hate and hatred, hating and being hated. It's never really a good time to hate. Thankfully, listeners, the Bible can teach us a lot about hate. What it is and when it's appropriate and how to process it. Now, let's notate, listeners, number one, a good kind of hate. The Bible says there's actually a justifiable kind of hate, listeners. Psalm 97 verse 10 and Romans 12 verse 9 tells us to hate what is evil? Proverbs 6, 16 through 19 gives us a whole list of sins God hates listeners. Hate is appropriate when we direct it toward that which is in direct opposition to God. I'll say that again, listeners. Let's notate. Hate is appropriate when we direct it toward that which is in direct opposition to God. Now, listeners, with the help of the Holy Spirit, we can learn to naturally detect sin within us and around us. With the help of the Holy Spirit, listeners, we can learn to naturally detect sin within us and around us. As we grow to be more like Jesus, we will begin to see evil listeners as God does. That said, while it's okay to hate evil, we are not to hate other people. Now let's notate number two listeners, a bad kind of hate. Being a hater of people or groups of people is never okay listeners. Being a hater of people or groups of people is never okay, listeners, though we see it so often these days. To say, quote, I hate them, unquote, is wholly unchristlike, listeners. To be racist, classist, discriminatory, or prejudiced 
is simply wrong. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 12 teaches that, quote, hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all offenses, unquote. Now, listeners, as Christians, we are not to hate anybody. Instead, we are to love all people as Christ loves us. Read 1 John 4, 11. 1 John chapter 4, verse 20 says this, listeners, quote, if anyone said, quote, I love God, unquote, and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God, whom he has not seen, unquote. Listeners, we cannot say we have the love of Christ in us if we hate others, period. Let's now take number three, processing feelings of hatelessness. Hatred can be described as the, quote, root of bitterness, unquote, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 15. And we need to avoid dwelling on those hateful feelings, listeners. Jesus said that if anyone hates a fellow disciple, they will be placed under judgment. Matthew chapter 5, verse 22, listen. But sometimes, listeners, anger and hate flares up, doesn't it? Sometimes it gets difficult to get past it, especially in the moment, listeners. We don't always have control over those emotional flare-ups, but what we do have control over, listeners, is our response to those feelings. Amen. We can choose not to dwell on the hate, listeners. We can choose not to dwell on the hate. Choose not to keep playing offenses over and over in our heads. Choose to love one another, listeners. John chapter 13, verse 34. And choose to be reconciled, listeners. Matthew 5, verse 23 through 27. Listeners, where there is love, hate tends to dissolve. Where there is love, listeners, hate tends to dissolve. And with love comes forgiveness, listeners. Mark 11, verse 25, encourages us to forgive us when we pray so God can help us with our feelings, listeners, of hate and hurt. Amen. Now, listeners, God knows what's in our hearts. When we hold on to bitter resentment and hate toward others, we are violating God's command for us to love one another. Hate, listeners, is an ugly thing that can lead to vengeful actions and ultimately create wounds in our hearts. Now, listeners, even if someone is mean, M-E-A-N, or hurt, or just doing dumb things that make life harder. We must work on forgiving them just as the Lord forgave us. Ephesians 4, verse 32, listens. Now that doesn't mean, listeners, it'll be automatic or easy, but learning to release hatred is something we ought to work toward daily. Amen.
You've been listening to Empowered Family Talk with your hostess, Francina Haldras. Be sure and join us next week and every week at this time for the program that brings you practical answers to the questions of the 21st century. For Empowered Family Talk, I'm Jack Bishop. close welcome back we have a rendering from real faith pastor mark that says we must love what god loves and hate what god hates romans 12 verse 9 abhor what is evil hold fast to what is good he says as i've been preaching through romans over nearly the past year i recently made it to romans 12 where paul gives a long string of tweetable phases and phrases on how to treat people and how to live in a godly way amongst one another. In Bible college, they generally tell you to have three main points to your sermon. In this one, I had 17, right? It was definitely the right day to pack a snack. In verse 9, he writes, Paul tells us to abhor what is evil, unquote, and, quote, hold fast to what is good, unquote. Basically, to love what God loves. And hate what he hates, listeners. Our culture is all about tolerance. So they don't necessarily have a category for discernment between, quote, good, unquote, and, quote, evil, unquote. Listeners, like he told us early in this chapter, we need not, quote, be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, unquote, Romans 12, verse 2. Thankfully, listeners, God takes the guesswork out of what he hates and gives us a list in Proverbs 16 through 19 where he says this. There are six things that the Lord hates, seven that are an abomination to him. Halty eyes, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run to evil. A false witness who breaths out lies and one who sows discord amongst the brethren. Now listen, if God hates people who lie privately and publicly, band together to make wicked plans and they run to execute them for the purpose of death and division, then the opposite must be true. God loves people who tell the truth privately and publicly, unified to make plans for love and life, and to obey what God says. God loves Team Jesus. God hates Team Satan. Now, listeners, we should agree with him. There's a mistaken idea, listeners, in our culture today that love and hate are antithetical. But actually, they're actual islands. If you love lifeless, you should hate murder. If you love God, listeners, you should hate Satan, and so on. The more we get to know God through reading his word, the more we want to align ourselves, listeners, with his desires and his values, and less with what the world deems valuable. Amen. Now, listeners, the closing question here. Is there anything in your own life that God mentions in things that he hates? 
that you need to repent of? Amen. If you'd like to be a guest speaker on a Power Family, give us a call at 904-234-6970. That's 904-234-6970. Let us help us get your business out to the world. Now, welcome back, listeners. In our close, we must ask ourselves these questions daily. Are you ready and prepared to lead by example today for our next generation? How can you lead others in hate and love when you cannot lead yourself in hate and love? Listeners, listeners, what does your own life's hate and love look like? What does it sound like? What does it feel like? Taste like? Smell like? And listeners, what does your own life's hate and love sense like? Are you paying attention? Amen. Our closing poem today is submitted by Jimmy Zepp, and it reads as such. A thin line between love and hate. A thin line between love and hate. When a person turns to wrong, is it a want to be, belong, part of things at any cost? At what price a life is lost? At what point do we begin? Fighter spirit? A will to win? But what makes a man decide? Take the wrong or righteous ride. There's a thin line between love and hate. Wider divide that you can see between good and bad. There's a gray place between black and white. Everyone does have the chance to choose the path for him right. We all like to put the blame on society these days on what kind of good or bad games a generation plays. Sometimes take just more than that to survive, be good at heart. There is evil in some of us, no matter what we try to cover that part. I will hope my soul will fly, so I will live forever. Heart will die, my soul will fly, and I will be still ever. Just a few small tears between someone happy and one sad. Just the thin line drawn between a genius and another gone mad. At what age began to learn of which way out we will turn? There's a long winding road and the trail is there to burn. The thin line between love and hate This is all on which is based our faith. Amen. Now, listeners, next week, we'll talk about the transition to that, quote, unconditional love, unquote. Until next week, same time, same station, 
I am Francina Tate Hallrest, your hostess. Thank you for listening to Empower Family with Francina Hallrest. With your donations, we are able to bring you God's Word. You can go to www.coachtatefoundation.com and press donate. That's www.coachtatefoundation.com. Don't forget that God is always in your corner. Francina Hallress on Empowered Family Talk. Tune in next week 